0: I'm Marco Werman, and this is The World. Climate change, it's an unprecedented global problem, but the impacts will be very local and leave no one untouched. That's a sobering message today from the Obama administration's National Climate Assessment. The World's Environment Editor, Peter Thompson, has been poring over it and joins me now. So many climate change reports,
1: Peter. What's the gist of this one? Well, Marco, one of the things that's so striking about this is that Most of these big reports are very sort of technical and abstract and sort of looking into the future. This one has an amazing immediacy to it. I mean, I think a casual reader would find it really remarkable how often it speaks in the present tense. There are way fewer references to will and might and could and a whole lot more of is and are things that are happening now in the United States. So give me some examples of how this is happening now. I I have a few ideas. Well, I'll just give you a few bullet quotes. Heavy downpours are increasing nationally. Rising temperatures are reducing ice volume and surface extent on land, lakes, and sea. Climate change is increasing many health risks. Infrastructure is being damaged by sea level rise. Heavy downpours, extreme heat... Heat waves have become more frequent and intense. The, the lead author of the report is a guy named Jerry Melillo, who's a distinguished scientist at the Marine Biological Lab here in Massachusetts. He summed up how things have changed in the science pretty succinctly in a conference call this morning.
0: For decades, we've been collecting the dots about climate change. Now we have connected those dots.
1: Okay. Connect the dots for us, Peter. What what are the dots? Well, the report breaks it down by by regions as well as by impacts. In terms of some of the regions here in the Northeast, it says communities are already being affected by heat waves, more extreme precipitation, coastal flooding. We certainly saw that in spades in, in Sandy a year and a half ago. In the Southwest, it talks about drought and increased wildfires and competition for water resources. We're seeing that right now in terms of the California drought a couple things that really stand out to me though haven't gotten as much attention as those events that we have witnessed recently one is the is those infrastructure impacts that i mentioned it says that flooding along rivers lakes and cities following heavy downpours etc are exceeding the limits of flood protection infrastructure and that extreme heat is damaging transportation infrastructure. This is stuff that's happening right now. And you think about the expense, not not merely the immediate impact of disasters when those things fail, but the expense of replacing those can be just stupendous. And something that's gotten almost no attention is nature's infrastructure. And this report really points at that. What does that mean? Things like forests, barrier beaches, wetlands, All of these play a really important role in protecting people and communities from extreme weather events. And the report says their capacity to do that is already being overwhelmed by climate change. And when you think about all of those infrastructure benefits that we've never had to pay for, and we're now going to have to pay to replace because they're being overwhelmed. Nature did it for us. It's not going to do it anymore.
0: This is scary stuff, but then again, I think all these climate change reports are are kind of scary.
1: You read these reports, Peter. Do citizens read them? Do they pay attention to them? I don't know that citizens read them and pay attention to them. I do know that policymakers do. Certainly, this is partly aimed at Congress, and we have a cut again from this morning's press conference from John Podesta. He's one of the top political folks in the White House. I think the entire lineup of the House Science Committee on the Republican side voted relatively recently to deny the fact that climate change was even happening. So hopefully this report, they might review it and change their minds. I think uh, there's still a little wishful thinking there on the part of the White House. But this report is not aimed at Congress. It's aimed at everybody else in the country. Folks are already acting on this. I mean, there is a lot going on around the country. So this won't be a complete surprise. It won't be a shot across the bow that folks aren't expecting. But I think that it will distill it in a way that will really help folks frame the debate in terms of what is going to be happening and what we need to do about it.
0: We've had so many climate change reports at the international level, I mean, in part because it is a global issue. Carbon atoms don't just stop at national boundaries. Why do we need an expensive U.S. study to tell us this is happening when it's already been established and evidence continues to come in from here? And everywhere.
1: Well, actually, it's interesting. I mean, this report was commissioned years ago. This is being done under a law that was passed by Congress several years ago. It's the third in a series of, I think, every four-year reports. Things were different back then. It was more prospective. It was more what's going to happen than what is happening. And over that time, things have shifted tremendously. So in some ways... This is a relic of an earlier period when climate change was much more abstract. But I think again also the reality of climate change still hasn't settled into American politics, and documents like these help it do that, help it really take hold in terms of the way people think about, experience and understand this problem.
0: The world's environment Editor.